Brew Strong is brought to you by Blickman Engineering, home of the top-tier brewing stand. Visit them online at BlickmanEngineering.com. Time for the beer radio you've been looking for. This is the show that dispels myths, tackles the toughest topics, and makes no apologies for geeking out on beer. Hosted by two guys that drink before they think, Jamil Zainashev and John Palmer. This is Brew Strong. Hey, howdy. Hey, my brewing brothers and sisters. Greetings, greetings. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Lovely to be well, back in the studio, and uh, now we're in the fancy, fancy studio here. In, uh, yeah, what a fine day it is, in, in too. Downtown Martinez. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, well, and the, uh, the, the, the parking, uh, you know, it's a little, it's downtown, so there's not a whole lot of, you know, parking space, so uh, it's all meters. So you're... You're going to have to run out and feed the meter during the show, huh? Oh, no, JP gave me great advice. He's like, oh, you know, you get a couple of blocks, and then, uh, you know, there's no metered parking. So uh, what I discovered is uh, you drive until you find an area where you really wouldn't want to leave your car anymore, and uh, <laughs> that's not metered. And uh, you just leave it there. And uh, Well, you never asked. In theory, when you get back, your car's still there in one piece. So we'll see. I thought, you know, I asked one of the crack dealers to uh, watch over my car, saying I'm going to be gone for about four hours. Can you keep an eye on my car for me? And he seemed uh, quite happy to. I left my keys with him, you know, in case he needed to valet park it or anything like that. Just needed to move yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You know. How is he going to watch over my car otherwise? You know. He's going to wash it for you while you're going <laughs> to. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Wash it with urine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it too? I think Probably. it's too early in the show to be talking for urine jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry about that. Speaking of urine jokes, um, you know, we had a great time at uh, NHC and uh, saw uh, our good friend John Blickman down there. Eh? Yeah, we sure did. It's a lot of fun. Had a good show with him, and he's he's one funny dude. He's got a lot of, a lot of great sense of humor. Uh, he he took me and uh, uh, took me and uh, the rest of his guys out to to dinner that. First night, as soon as he got there, I, I ran into him in the hallway, and uh, so we all went out to dinner and had a great old time, telling a lot of stories. And they're they're, uh, they're a pretty funny funny group of guys there. And uh, you know, like we always say, they're very innovative and uh, smart and talented at what they do. And what they yep. do is provide uh, uh, you know great uh, innovative uh, equipment for your brewing pleasure. So right. uh, you know, uh, ways to make your brewing easier. Right. Well, innovating your homebrew, according to JP, That's right. yes. which I think is a great line. I thought I thought JP was going to jump in with that, but right. Well, I do it now for him because I think it's a great line. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, you know Blickman Engineering. So check it out, BlickmanEngineering dot com. They're the sponsor of our show for quite a long time now, and uh, yeah. you know they've they've stuck stuck with us and uh, took good care of us, and uh, they'll take good care of you too. So. Check out their their uh, their website. Got a lot of new equipment. They got that Tower of Power. Lots of great stuff uh, in order to uh, innovate your brew day. 
So well, and a big thanks to the to Blickman as well, or in addition to all of that, at our BNA seven anniversary mm-hmm. party at Elysian Brewing. Uh, they let us give away three beer guns and a hop rocket. Nice. I mean, that's like a million dollars worth of inventory right there. So, well, don't overstate it. I think it's about 900000 Oh, well, no. I tend to overstate it. <laughs> you know, you um, round up to a yeah. million. But, I mean, who would do that? Who's crazy enough to do Blickman. that? Blickman. Right. And oh. shirts and hats and gloves and right. a thermometer. and uh, So they're really good dudes. They really support homebrewing, and uh, you should support them. Well, and we had that great uh, event uh, like a year ago. Going out to Lake Tahoe and brewing with the the winner on his yep. on his Blickman system, that was a blast. And I know uh, John would be up for it again. You know, I talked mm-hmm. to him about some other ideas I had, and he was you know hundred percent into it. He was like, "Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Sounds like fun." <laughs> I smell a Vegas trip coming up. Yeah, we just <laughs> need to get a winner in Vegas, and I think that that could work out really well. <laughs> yeah, and our yeah. winner is from. That was a good time. Our winner's from. Our winner's from. Yeah, here, here we go. Our winners from Vegas. All right. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was a. It was a wonderful time to be to be out in uh, about with everybody. All right. Well, and uh, what we're going to do? What else? Oh, what else yeah. did you do there at uh, the conference, Jay? Um, <laughs> what else? I believe you led a. Uh, a led, well, you led a, a panel, right? Uh, no, I was on a panel for um, on a, a going pro, right? And. Uh, yep. uh, and it, it was uh, it was a, a good session, really heavily attended. And afterwards, I had a lot of people come up to me and say, "Oh, that was you know fantastic. It was a lot of great information. I got so many questions, and uh, you know I'd, I'd love to get more information on you know going pro. You know, a lot of people want to start their own breweries. And uh, I thought, well, you know, here's what we need to do." We need to do a series of shows on on Bruce Strong. We were gonna do the pro shows, you know, here and there and and, and everywhere. But I think uh, you know it's it's a little mm. too disjointed for everybody to uh, you know fully get the education they need on going pro. So we need so to put a package together. Is what we you're saying. put a package together like we did for for water. We had the water Ganza. Yeah. I mm-hmm. think here we need a pro gasm. So we're gonna have the pro gasm okay. of. Uh, of shows about starting your own brewery. I like progasm. Sounds, sounds right. good to me. It does. All right. Good. I'm glad because we pretty much already decided. And contrary to Barbara, that belief, was the plan. Yes. Yeah, we've planned this before. It wasn't, right. We didn't yeah. just plan the show right now. Right. This okay. isn't, well, I mean, it was at least five to 10 minutes before we went on the air. At least five to 10. So uh, yeah, what well, what we're gonna do, um, you know, similar, and and that's one of the other reasons I thought we should do this is I got a lot of people at the conference that said, you know, uh, a big turning point for me in brewing was the Water Ganza shows you did, and so you know, listening to all those shows, it really, you know, something clicked and was, you know, it, it actually made a huge difference. So I think uh, by doing the progasm, I think we will get uh, a number of people uh, going, so to speak, with. Uh, their own breweries yeah well the more people we can uh get uh you know entering uh home brewing entering especially entering the professional right um right. well entering aspect. home brewing then they pull out of home brewing and they enter into the uh into the uh, pro brewing that's true but you could, you could you could exit you know pull out of home, professional brewing and enter into home brewing anytime you want you could go in and out in and out you're one. a wordsmith no, absolutely, know that. absolutely. Hey, well, you can do it as many times as you want. 
That's right. As long as you have enough money. There's nothing stopping you. Yeah. Multiple breweries, even. (laughs) Right. Multiple breweries. And and you could do both at the same time. Nothing stopping you from from going both ways. Absolutely. In in elementary school or middle school, do you ever have the teacher who, you know, like, okay, it's sex ed, and so I want everyone just to scream penis real loud. I kind of want just us to... In kindergarten, yes. I kind of want us to scream erection just to get it out of the way, but I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen either, unless you do it on your own. All right. Uh, well, and and so uh, you know what we're going to cover over the next uh, uh, you know number of shows. I don't know. I think I, I think we're looking at it and thinking. Well, we had five for the water. I think it could be five. Could be four. Yeah. Could be could be ten. Depends on uh, you know how how the coverage of the material goes, and then what kind of questions you guys will have. So as you're listening to these shows. Uh, you know, uh, you know, formulate your questions and uh, about uh, you know going pro, and we'll we'll also do a you know a couple of Q and A's maybe just on all your pro questions. So uh, make yeah, sure to send those. Yeah, that'd be good. In. What's the What's the email? So for send that? in your feedback quickly. It's uh, uh, Bruce Strong at thebrewingnetwork.com. Right? <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. right. Okay. Sounds good. I don't know. Yeah. Hey, if not, someone else will be getting these questions. Go. I yeah, run a sheet re- metal company. If it gets rejected, then. Um, you know, I was wrong. All right. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're going to cover, you know, just the, the thoughts around the business. We're going to cover, you know, how you get started, uh, what type of brewery you might do, uh, your location for your breweries, financials, licensing and permits, uh, equipment choices, um, uh, you know, how you get equipment, uh, distribution, and uh, even, you know, some general words of advice that uh, I've gleaned from uh, a number of other professional brewers. And, and that's the thing. You know, I'm no expert on, you know, professional brewing yeah. at this point. Yeah, you're certainly not a sage when it comes to this stuff. No, 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 I'm not. Because, you know, I really just started fairly recently. But, you know, and, and I was thinking about it. Ah, am I really the right person to cover a lot of this material? But, you know, I, I think I'm deep enough in now where i've run into all these issues already right. and so yeah. i've i've experienced these issues and they're all fresh in my mind it's either stuff that we've recently dealt with and, or stuff that we're dealing with right now and yeah. um you know if you could all go to brittleson or or you know Vinny or you know mitch or any of these guys that you know have a huge amount of experience and ask them i mean that might be great but I was thinking about it, and sometimes I talk to some folks, and they're so so far past that point that they, they can't even remember what, right. what they did. You know, it's like, yeah. oh, filing for the TTB license? Uh, boy, I don't know. Yeah. You know. Whereas for you, the wounds are still fresh. Yes, they're still <laughs> they're still gaping and a weeping and a oozing, and uh, you know, and here's your chance to you know take a taste of that. Right. And, well, uh, and you know, enjoy. Uh, a lot of stuff has changed from maybe ten years ago when a lot of these people were were uh, sure. filing for all this kind of stuff. Sure. So, sure. It's brand new, fresh information. Stuff always changing. Right. So I, I feel like we, you know, we got a lot to offer, and uh, you know, where we don't, you know, we'll if if you come up with a question that we can't answer uh, in a way that we know is correct, we'll make sure to to hunt down the correct answer. So, uh, you know, it's kind of the way it goes. You will. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Absolutely. If it, has, right. To, if it has to do with pro brewing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want, like, you know, what is this giant eruption on my, my knob? 
Uh, you know, why Why does it continue to ooze uh, pus? You know those little red things? <laughs> One of them's white. Is that, white, is that yeah. bad? I got this white circle on my penis. <laughs> Where's that from? Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't know anything about that. It's chloride contamination. Yeah, exactly. It's, your stainless is not quite uh, stainless anymore. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's do this. Let's take a, a short break. When we come back, we'll get All into... Right. Um, you know, the the business of uh, going pro. Back after this. When you hear Blickman Engineering, think innovation, passion, quality, and customer service. Blickman Gear is designed by brewers to give you a sense of pride in your equipment. At Blickman, they know what makes brewing a pain and build gear that makes it fun. Like the intuitive beer gun, a completely different approach to filling bottles. The Therminator Wart Chiller, a new take on a plate chiller that's sized for flow, performance, and the high groundwater temps homebrewers face every day. The Brewmometer, a brilliant well thermometer design with brewing parameters right on the dial. The auto sparge, ultimate simplicity for preventing an overflow or running your mash tun dry. And much more, like the modular top-tier brewing stand, conical fermenters, and their boiler maker brew pots. With more cutting-edge equipment coming soon, keep up with the latest from Blickman at BlickmanEngineering.com and stay on the cutting edge. Have you ever dreamed of taking a beer tour through Belgium or Germany, but weren't sure how to even start? Or were afraid of missing the best places and events? Or maybe you just wish you had a local insider to take you around? Well, there's only one American tour company featured in the Good Beer Guide to Belgium. Belgian Beer Me, your personal beer tour guide of Belgium and Germany, is ready to go at BelgianBeerMe.com and at BambergBeerMe.com. Founder Stu Stewart personally leads eight tours a year to Belgium and Germany, visiting the finest breweries, beer cafes, abbeys, and festivals. Don't buy beer stuff. Buy a beer experience, birthday presents, stocking stuffers, and the best honeymoon ever. Couples or individuals love Belgian Beer Me beer tours. Your life is now. Sign up for a beer tour today at Belgian Beer Me or BambergBeerMe.com because all that beer is not going to drink itself. BN Army, HopTech has a great discount waiting for you. Do you often find it difficult to find specific specialty ingredients for your homebrew recipes? Well, listen to this. HopTech stocks 59 different grains to choose from, 39 varieties of pellet hops, and 8 kinds of whole leaf hops. And HopTech not only carries Y yeast and White Labs yeast for you, but also Fermentus, 04, 5, 6, 23, 33, and T58 Belgian yeast, plus Cooper's Nottingham and Windsor yeasts. Got your recipe ready to go? Pick up some great brew gear like new long and short sleeved shirts, games, and more. HopTech's new website is being updated every day with new items. If you don't see it, call the shop. They're open six days a week. BN Army and AHA members get a 10% discount, and active military personnel get 15% off. Visit HopTech.com today for great selection, great service, and a great discount. HopTech.com. A heretic is anyone who does not conform to an established attitude, doctrine, or principle. If you love craft beer, you're already a heretic. The very first thing we did when we started looking at the beers that we would brew, we got rid of all those recipes. We started from scratch. We've been pilot brewing the most creative things that we think of and the most interesting things. We've completely gone away from style. Heretic Brewing Company is opening this spring in Pittsburgh, California, and you can be a part of it. 
Visit hereticbrewing.com and facebook.com slash hereticbrew. Get the latest updates on the brewery and upcoming beers. Show everyone how you celebrate great beer as a heretic. It's a fairly powerful word. Being a heretic, that means you're not settling for ordinary beer. You are going with flavorful, creative, bold, interesting beers. A heretic is looking for the best beers out there. Be a heretic. Don't drink ordinary beer. Hi, this is Push from the Brewing Network, and I want to tell you about the Brewmasters Warehouse and how you can get 10% off your next order. I'm a pretty techie guy, but I've never seen an online store like this. It's awesome. Go to brewmasterswarehouse.com and click on Brew Builder. You can whip up a custom recipe so easily even Sven could do it. Seriously, it's slick. You can share your recipe with your own logo and notes to the Brewmasters database if you want. And the best part, it keeps a running tally of the beer you're building while you're doing it. Then, bam, click Buy Recipe and your cart is filled and ready to go with helpful suggestions in case you forgot something. This thing is amazing. Brewmasters Warehouse is run the way a home brewer would do it with great service, fast turnaround, and $6.99 flat rate shipping. Brewmasters Warehouse and the Brew Builder blew me away. Check it out today at brewmasterswarehouse.com. I'm serious. And don't forget to put BN Army in the discount code box for 10% off your order. Check out brewmasterswarehouse.com. Cheers. Since the first time the Brewing Network microphones turned on, more beer was behind it. More Beer sponsors the programming on the BN because, like you, they love brewing. And like the Brewing Network, they love sharing their knowledge. Morebeer.com isn't just a website to place your next equipment or ingredient order. Morebeer.com also gives you access to free beer information that will make you a better brewer. Go to morebeer.com and click into the Learning Center. You'll find podcasts, technical facts, video tutorials, and more, including access to The Buzz, More Beer's social network of more than 5,000 members. And some of them might even be crazier about beer than you are. Get over to morebeer.com today and take advantage of the buzz, the forum, the learning center, and make sure you're signed up to receive the newest More Beer catalog. More Beer, bringing you absolutely everything for beer making. Back to the two guys that know how to turn beer into beer. This is Brew Strong. All right, we're back. Beer. Beer. I love that part. I just do. <laughs> Good. We can put that on a loop for you. You should put that on your phone every time somebody I calls. Beer. Beer. Beer, beer, be really good. Like when you're at your children's parent-teacher conference. <laughs> cool. Yeah, uh, I like yeah. that idea. Yeah, well, and uh, I make it, I make it a I make a point of embarrassing my children whenever possible. You know, really uh, prepares them for life. I think I'm sure you're really good at that. I'm sure, you're you're one of the best. Well, and uh, you know, my kids' uh, teachers at school they. Uh, they all, you know, kind of got into the whole craft beer thing, and and were real excited about it. You know that, uh, you know, one of their students, their parent had a had a brewery, and you know, my kids would wear, you know, heretic gear to school, and although that wasn't allowed yeah. because you know it's beer advertising, uh, you know, they'd say, well, you know, it's the family business, and the teachers would go, ah, all right, that's all right, 
And uh, so, <laughs> you know, that's just one of the cool things about owning a brewery is here, you, here you've got, um, you know, this uh, business that a lot of people are very, you know, enamored of. It's a, it's a cool business to be in, right? Right, right. And, you know, that's, and, you know, that's not necessarily the reason to go into the business. You know, the reason to go into it is, you know, that you're passionate about, you know, craft beer and you want to make the best beer possible. Um, but you also need to be aware that, you know, it is a business. And that's one of the things I think a lot of people don't understand is that, you know, you're, when you go to open a brewery, Making the beer is a small part of the beer business. What you're going into is is the beer business, not mm-hmm. the the making beer business, but the selling beer business. Right. And it's a whole different you know ball of wax. Um, making beer is perhaps twenty percent of what you do when you open a brewery. The you know it's a critical twenty percent. You have to be able to make yeah. great beer, but that's not going to carry you through. The other 80%, it's all the business aspect of running a brewery. And you have yeah. to, you know, think about, you know, supplies coming in. You have to think about, uh, you know, product going out. You need to think about the timing of that, the, the financials to carry you through that time between, you know, materials coming in, labor being expended, rents, equipment, all that. And then the beer goes out and, uh, you know, once it goes out, you're thinking, okay, well, you know, I'm going to have money. You know, I've sold it. Well, some states it's a it's a COD type of sale where when you deliver the beer, uh, you get paid. You know, immediately. That's the only way the state allows it to be done. In, in California, there's a 30 day period, so you can try selling you know cash on delivery, but um, you know, so a lot of people want 30 days because the state allows yeah. it. So. You know, there's another 30 days until you start getting money in. So this this lag between, you know, your accounts payable and your accounts receivable, uh, really, you know, that's, that's you know, one of the issues you need to uh, be able to deal with. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, it's that business part of it. It's, um, you know, getting suppliers, getting, you know, making sure you have appropriate hops, making sure you have malt, making sure you have, you know, so many of those, um, you know, critical components of uh you know running the business aspect of it you know licensing all that yeah. stuff and if you're not focused on doing that if you if you if you're not ready to run a business then you're going to fail at opening a brewery yeah that's that's a very good point jamil i mean you think about all of the, the home brewers you and i have talked to over the years you know that are are we getting ready to go pro getting ready to open up a place um and yeah, you, you kind of almost think, okay, all I have to do is walk in there, you know, Monday and brew a batch of beer and sell it on, you know, Tuesday. Um, and maybe swing by Office Depot, you know, pick up some paper clips and stuff. Okay. Um, I mean, you know, wh- when you set up yours, I mean, you know, what did, uh, I, you know, you had you had a little different um, set- setup going in, you know, the, the shared proprietorship, but I mean, what? Did you have to buy lots of malt and hops, you know, way in advance before you actually, you know, got to um, start brewing? 
Hey, hey, Palmer, uh, I got to interrupt just real quick. Uh, sorry, Jay Z. I'm sorry to break in. You know, this is since this is the first show Breaking from our, our new studio here. Uh, our local tap house, which you could literally zip line to from our from our studio across. Oh, cool! You're going to set up <laughs> <Yeah>. zip line. <laughs> All right, zip line, line rides Doc at the brewing hour. Doc's working. On, uh, Creek Monkey is our local tap house, and they wanted to feed you guys for your first show, so they brought you over awesome. some food. Uh, oh, wow. the show to welcome nice. you guys. Martinez isn't so bad after all. No. <laughs> we never got shit in Pacheco. No. Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, you got shit in Pacheco. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's true. That's, that's the problem. <laughs> so the guys from Creek Monkey uh, came over. They wanted to feed you guys and make sure you're healthy for your first show, Jamil. Oh, awesome. that's awesome. Uh, Thank you. And I'm going to run out and get you guys some beer, too, because cool. it's not very Brewing Network uh, wow. to not have beer here also. But, uh, guys, thanks for bringing over the yeah, food, thanks, man. Thanks, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, awesome. Creek Monkey's been coming? a big supporter of uh, Heretic, as a matter of fact. They've There's been, always Heretic on. on tap over at Creek Monkey. And, uh, well, yeah, they're they're one of our favorite. Yeah. Uh, I can't really say that they're a favorite account. It's not allowed. That's one of the things that you can't oh. do is say how much you like a certain retailer and how you know it's a great experience going in and you know they got good pricing and the food is really good and all that. You can't promote like I can't say how great Creek Monkey is, right? Because that but would I be against for you. Yeah, that would yeah. be against the ABC rules. It's my so, favorite place to have. For example, I couldn't say. It's my favorite place to have an evil twin, for example. Right, right, uh, right. Because you guys keep your beer lines clean. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I was there two days ago having an evil twin, and it was one of the best tasting uh, evil twins I've ever had. Excellent. Because they clean their beer lines at right. Creek Monkey. <laughs> and I'd rather go have an Anchor Small Beer. But that's just me. That's right. just, yeah. Oh, that's on tap there, too, though. Well, yeah. they have a, they have a variety beer. of beer there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't fault them for, for liking Heretic too much. <laughs> so thank you, Creek Monkey. You guys yeah, are rad. Yeah. Thanks, guys. I'm going to get awesome. working on that zip line now. All right. <laughs> Look at that. I think the strippers are doing. I'm, I'm loving yeah. the new studio. <laughs> this is this, is, this aren't, is fantastic. Aren't you loving it, Palmer? I am. I am indeed. <laughs> uh, well, get out of that bag. Oh, that smells good. What were you guys talking about? Talking about how food? Oh, and I don't know food. You know, what's the? Um, I mean, what's what's the what's the first big purchases you had to make? You know, in terms of setting up and getting started. Oh well, you know that you know that part of it. That's um, you know. Uh, I suppose that's probably for you know, you're, for another right. Show, yeah, but. it depends on what kind of brewery you're setting up. So, you know, what kind of equipment you need. Um, we did an, what they call an alternating proprietorship. You know, don't think of it as contract brewing or anything like that. It can it, it's a, a long a, a long detailed story on that one. But essentially, mm-hmm. leasing a portion of a building from another brewery. Yeah, and we had to buy our own fermenters. You know. You kind could, of like you polygamy, could, yeah, yeah. Uh, so buying our fermenters was probably the biggest one, and then the malt, and then the hops. You know, hop contracts. You know, seventy five thousand dollars in hops that you don't know you really use before you ever start brewing. Um, you yeah. know, various things like that. So you know, it really adds up. You need to, you need to, you know, be looking at your financials. You know, that's why, like I say, it's a, it's a business, and um, you know, it, it can it can be pretty tricky. I think that if you have no business experience, that's going to be your hardest part. Right? Brewing the beer almost seems exceedingly easy. <laughs> it's the business part. For me, the business part, and I've had businesses before, you know, it it's, you know, there's a lot of work that goes into just that that aspect of it. You know, getting started is much easier than you think. Uh, you know, setting up a new brewery Getting licensing, getting rolling, 
there's a bunch of stuff involved. But, you know, when when I first thought about it, I'm like, oh, this is a daunting task. I don't know if I'm up to it. But once I've gone through it, it's like, well, really, it's not that bad. It's much harder to be successful over the long term. That's where it's hard. Mm. You know, you have to, uh, you know, run your business like a business. You have yeah. to, you know, everything needs to be executing properly in order for you to be successful, for you to be profitable. So, you know, while the beer is critical, you know, you can't succeed without great beer. Um most breweries, I think, fail on the business aspect of it, the well, business end. I, I, you know, that, and that's what I've been saying about homebrew shops mm-hmm. for like yep. seven or ten years, yep. even longer. Yep. Since no, you're absolutely being. right. Because I used to deal with a wholesale side all the time, and you see them come and go, mm-hmm. unfortunately. And um, because they're, they're hobbyists who get into doing something they love, because that's what you hear. If you do something you love, then, you know, you're not really working, which is bullshit. Right. Um, but they don't understand the business side. So totally, yeah, if, you get, if you're opening a brewery, you need to realize that you're not just going to brew beer and everyone's going to beat your door down and, and take all your beer and, and deal with all the paperwork. You actually have to have some business savvy and, uh, and treat it like a business. It's, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. Craft brewers, well, home brewers don't like to think of craft beer as a brand. Mm-hmm. Or as a job, or as a real right, thing. or as an industry, or a business, right. yeah, which is what it is. It's mm-hmm. exactly the same thing as any other business model. Right. You have to, you have to run it like that. So mm-hmm. that's a very good point. Right, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. good case in point is a Michigan Brewing Company. They just went bankrupt yep. a week or two ago, or was it me a month ago? Um, you know, they had to have to sell off most of their equipment to pay their bills. Oh yeah, yeah, and they have, but you know, they had. I looked at that. And I was I was thinking, you know, if I wasn't at the conference, I would have been trying to bid on on some of that equipment because they had some really expensive bottling lines, a lot of expensive equipment that you know growing too fast and uh-huh. outstripping you know everything else and and going too far in debt and not being able to service the debt. Uh, you know, that's what I worry about. We're we're getting ready to do a million dollar expansion. Million dollars, <laughs> a million dollar loan over you know five year term mm-hmm. at around six percent. You're looking at about twenty thousand dollars a month just for that. Wow. Now you also have your rent, you have your utilities, you have your employee costs, you have all your malt costs, your hop costs, all your other costs that are going into that yeah. just to to run each month. Your weekly petty manny, right? Yeah. Petty manny, yeah, wow. exactly. The the, the uh, bikini waxes and all that. <laughs> and you end up going, uh, you know, you can, you can quickly shift negative. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have revenue coming in, and you're not going to get that revenue from day one. I mean, it takes a while to when, – when we make beer, we, we made a, a beer, just JP and I were talking about it, a beer called Tartuffe. It's a Berliner Weiss. And at first, I didn't want to make Berliner Weiss because I'm thinking, well – you know, how are we going to sell 30 barrels of Berliner rice? It's right. going to sit around for a while. It's going to be a problem. I can only drink so much. Right. Yeah. You know, but Chris really wanted to do it. And I'm like, all right. So I, I said, go ahead and do it. So he went ahead and just uh, knocked it out on his own. Yeah. And I focused on trying to pre-sell as much as I could because I'm thinking, well, you know, we're not, you know, I don't want to sit on this forever. That's the business side. Right. It's right. the business side. And so, you know, every time I talked to a distributor, I said, hey, you know, we got this coming up. It's being packaged on june 25th we'll have it ready for sale june 26th 
And I'm like, oh, okay, okay. A couple of people said, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I think, you know, I think it'll do good. Mm. A couple of retailers were like, eh, yeah, I'll carry it. I, I usually serve balloon advice. I'm like, okay, you know, I'm thinking I've sold some of it. You know, this this won't be too bad. And, um, you know, the next day we sold out of it. You know, all the distributors took everything we had. So it really didn't take long. But still, even though all the everything, every drop we made went out the door the next day, we have to wait another 30 days to get paid. So, you know, if we weren't able to and, you know, the, the amount of time to brew it and everything else, it's several months before you turn, you know, that ability to brew beer into cash. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to lay in the, the materials. You have to, you know, do the brew process, do all that, package it up, sell it, and then wait for the checks to come in. And, you know, the first few months that we were in business, you know, the checks were, you know, kind of small. And I'm like, uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> and we got the distributors on. I'm like, you know, a lot of beer going out, no money coming in. And then, you know, the sizable checks started coming in. You're getting checks for, for big dollar amounts from the distributors. And it's like, oh, okay, all right. And then, you know, once those are rolling in and if they come in with the regularity, then then that really helps. All right, let's do this. I want to um, take a short break. And when we come back, I want to talk about Kind of, uh, you know, some of the crazy thoughts I've heard from people, and you know, what are some, really some rational thoughts about opening a brewery? All right, we're back, good. A, back after this. Nico, listen, our lawyer said that we had to do this for one hour, and after this, we don't have to talk to each other for three more months and until the next meeting. Kids. Come on, let's get out of here. I'm supposed to have more lines, so I'm the professional. <clears throat> Hey, it's Sully. And I'm Nico. And we opened the 21st Amendment nine years ago at 563 2nd Street in San Francisco, just two blocks from Giants Park, to make great beer and have a great time doing it. That's right, because to us, the 21st Amendment is more than just the right to make beer. It's the right to experiment, to be innovative, and just do things differently. And so now, we're putting our craft beer in cans. That's right, cans. You can find our world-famous Hell or High Watermelon Wheat Beer and Brew Free or Die IPA throughout California and Alaska. And now it's also available on draft at select accounts in the Bay Area. So next time you're at your local neighborhood pub or good beer store, be sure to ask for 21st Amendment in cans. Because everyone likes it in a can. Tasty Crack Cans. Tasty Crack Cans. Seven short minutes off California State Route 101. There lies a secret oasis for all craft beer lovers. It's relax, grilling, and chilling, bro! Relax, grilling, and chilling in Hollister, California is a craft beer lover's dream come true. Not like a creepy JP dream. Like a normal craft beer lover's dream. 30 taps pouring your favorite craft beer. Visit Relax Grilling and Chilling on Facebook to see the most up-to-date beers and what's on the grill. And let us grill so you can chill. Angus burgers, filet mignon, and ribeye steaks, dogs and sandwiches, and more. Great food, great beer in a place where you can kick back and relax. Tuesdays are brewery nights. Come in to celebrate. And you're not limited to enjoying your favorite brew at the restaurant. Relax Grilling and Chillin' has beer to go. Relax Grilling and Chillin'. Let them grill so you can chill. Hi, I'm Jamel Zanishef, and in addition to my work on the Brewing Network, I write the style profile column in every issue of Brew Your Own magazine. 
Hi, I'm Sean Paxton, and when I'm not prepping for the homebrewed chef on the Brewing Network, you can find me writing articles on how to cook with your homebrew for Brew Your Own magazine. Greetings, cretins. This is John Palmer, and when I'm not writing for Brew Your Own, I'm reading it. John Palmer, Sean Paxton, Jamil Zanishev. If you love listening to them on the Brewing Network, you'll love reading their articles, tips, and recipes in the pages of Brew Your Own magazine. Join Jamil, John, and Sean eight times a year in Brew Your Own. And when you subscribe to BYO on the Brewing Network website, half of your subscription price goes right back to the BN to support great beer and food programming. So sign up for Brew Your Own magazine through the BN website today so you can listen and read Read your way to better homebrew. When Michael Fairbrother started Moonlighting, he had no idea how quickly his dream was going to grow. Having homebrewed for 15 years, Michael decided to go pro, but not with beer. While attending his homebrew club meetings, he saw ladies knocking their men out of the way to try his mead. Moonlight Meadery is now two years old and can produce 200,000 bottles a year. It's the first New Hampshire winery to ever distribute to California and Australia. In fact, you can find Moonlight Meadery Meads in Connecticut, Massachusetts, Maine, Rhode Island, Vermont, and New Hampshire. And they ship direct to 17 states. They produce 56 different varieties of mead and are unlike anything you've ever seen on the market. Michael Fairbrother at Moonlight Meadery is a real success story that can make the BN Army proud. Visit Moonlight Meadery in Londonderry, New Hampshire or online at MoonlightMeadery.com. Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and freshest ingredients and the best customer service in the business. Cut hours off your brewing sessions by using one of our 11 varieties of famous Williams malt extract. Our Williams Belgian Pale Extract is mashed with pure Belgian two-row malt and a small percentage of Belgian wheat malt for an authentic Belgian character you just can't get from other extracts. Or check out our unique fermenters, two-and-a-half-gallon kegs, paintball tank-based draft beer equipment, bottling aids, and much more. We even have our own line of precision hydrometers. Go to williamsbrewing.com to browse our vast selection. That's williamsbrewing.com. Orders placed by 3.30 p.m. Pacific time ship the same day. Brewing is easy. The Williams way. Back to your hosts, Jamil Zanashef and John Palmer. Putting the testicles in technical. This is Brew Strong. All right, we're back. We're enjoying some uh, delicious food from uh, our good neighbor Creek Monkey, right down here in lovely downtown Martinez. You can tell you, downtown Martinez is actually quite nice. I think. Um, you get you get a little bit out into the hinterlands, and that's a little sketchy. But, <laughs> but downtown Martinez is a nice, nice walking downtown, and you know, well, a lot I'm of cool little shops. Curious about the uh, the Creek Monkey uh, moniker there. I mean, is that native to Martinez uh, Creek Monkeys, or no? My, my wife asked asked some sort of uh, where the name came from, and and yeah, there's something I think on their website about some monkey that was seen in the creek or something like that. 
There's was, a creek next to where the place is. I think it's like um, monkeys were brought in from the circus or something like that, or the train runs by, because Martinez is a big train town. And, oh, uh, you bet it is. And then they escaped, and then there's like a creek that runs through the town, and so they, they multiply, is the is the going rumor. So whether or not a, that's in, true. It introduced not. fauna, then. Yes, yes. It's not, uh, you know, it's not uh, the sister city to wherever, to Skull Island, where, you know, King Kong is from, by the way. They, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and they introduced Flora as uh, a cousin to Hops. That's true. <laughs> by the way, you can all praise me later for that name drop of Skull Island. Yes, we will. That was our second break, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, good. I should be paying attention. But I'm yes, not. I should too. Here, I got distracted by the onion rings. Man, that that's that's some good onion rings. I want to eat another one, but I'm on the air now. I got to work. Eh, just ask. So when you last question. joined us, we were talking about crazy, crazy thoughts, thoughts regarding getting into brewing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I hear I hear these types of things all the time, and um, I want to tell you guys right now, listening, that these kind of thoughts are an invitation to failure. My beer is so good, I can't fail once people taste it. You've heard that before. Oh, yeah. It's especially from the, what people call the nano breweries, which which I, I've also come up with another name for nano brewery, a non-profit brewery. <laughs> so not, not to stop you from doing a nano, and I know all that, but... It's tough to make a profit. You have to be very careful in, in how you're going to do it. So, you know, we'll have some tips on that in a in a future show. But, you know, my beer's so good. I just need people to taste it. And once they once they do, um, you know, uh, my business can't they'll, fail. You know, they'll beat a path to my door. That's always a good one. Right. And, you know, the, and the reality is no matter how good your beer is, that doesn't do it. You can have the best beer in the world. You can have beer where, you know... People jizz out the top of their heads when they drink it. And what is that? Uh, not an appropriate. Uh, no, I just uh, I'm looking at you and then just imagining you like fountaining, yeah, fi- yeah. fountaining. Yes, yeah. There's a new meaning of the term fountainhead, <laughs> right? Um, you know, it's, it's just not true. Uh, you know, you're you have the greatest beer in the world, but when you you know if you don't execute on selling it and making sure it's available all the time and pricing it right and controlling your other costs so you can make it at a price that you can um live off you of. know you know you yeah. can you can uh, repeat the process um you know you're you're in trouble another one i'll do without a license until i know it will work it's like uh no I've heard people, it's like, well, I'll just brew it home, and I'll start selling it to local places, and if it does work out to be good, I'll I'll, I'll go ahead and get the licensing. Really? Yes. That you've heard people say I, that? I've heard it multiple times. That is awesome. Like, That's a great one. No, you really don't want to do that because you're going to go to jail or, you know, it'll, at the very least, it'll stop you from ever, ever legally uh, owning a brewery. Right. Yeah. They'll, they'll look at that and they'll say no. No. TTB doesn't mess around. You no, know, no, no. Yeah. Um, that that is really common in Mexico and you know other places in South America. I've been to, but um, yeah, I've, I've mentioned it to people there that it just doesn't work here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and and, I, and maybe there's some countries where you know, like Botswana, you can uh, brew without a license and then you know go forth. 
Uh, another one, I'll do it without my spouse being 100% on board. Or my girlfriend or my boyfriend or my husband or whatever, right? They're like, ah, yeah, they're kind of, you know, I want to do it. My wife says no. It's like, but, you know, I think I'm going to go ahead anyways and, uh, you know, she'll see. She'll see. She'll see. And I'm like, no, no, dude, dude. That is one of the stupidest things I've ever heard. Because it is a major, major drop of time to, to, to run a brewery. Right. Just to get one started is huge. And Chris White was laughing at me when uh, when I was going through the process of, you know, getting everything going just to get the brewery open. And I'm like, ah, oh, I'm so busy. And they're saying all this and all that. He was cracking up. And he's like, just wait until you actually get it running. He says, then, you know, tell me how busy you are then. <laughs> it was 100% right. You know, it gets even worse. It doesn't right. get, you know... It just gets more and more busy. And if your spouse isn't behind you, you know, there's, you know, financial demands and there's all these things and a huge amount of time. I mean, I spend all my time working on this thing. I'm traveling around, you know, family time really suffers. And so if your spouse isn't 100% behind you on this or your your significant other or your, your friend or whoever, then you're going to be in real trouble. Um, you know, you, you just can't do it without appropriate support. Or, you know, count on, uh, you know, getting rid of those people at some point in your life. Well, the so. good news is you can get, you know, all the brewers get all the girls. So, oh, know, yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's just women throwing themselves at you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Nothing says sex like an overweight, bearded, balding man. Right. You know? Right. I'll tell you who does well with the women. I think it's the Brewing Network. I think it's, it's the, uh, <laughs> the brewcasters. We, uh, we have some pretty good uh, good-looking women in Sure. Well, you guys get all the booby flashes and all that stuff. I'm thinking I haven't seen a boob in ages. <laughs> you know, well, not the kind, not the one, kind of ones I want to see. Yeah. I was going to say, doesn't Chris Kennedy come into work every day? Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I, I see those boobs every yeah. day. Yeah, him and Warren. Yeah, absolutely. He's a boob. <laughs> but yeah, I don't. I'm not seeing the right kind. Is what what I'm saying. You guys, you got to hang out like, with us. You're getting like uh, you know the pictures flashed to you and you know texted to you and everything. I get pictures of like uh-huh. like tasty out at uh, at the local bar. You know, he's the only one that t- sends me pictures yeah, with those narrowed eyes. They're just focused on <laughs> on two things only. <laughs> <laughs> no, that dude. If you want to see some boobs, you hang out with Tasty. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I see, and then I think I'd be in trouble. All right. So yeah, I want my spouse to be one hundred percent on board with yes, me, and so that's go. why I'm not hanging out looking at boobs. All right. So uh, another one. Another crazy thought. I'll just do it in my spare time, right? Oh, I got this yeah, good work, job. Work the day job, do the night. <laughs> right. I'll just do this at night and on the weekends. How long does it take to brew a batch of beer, right? They're th- again, they're thinking just of the brewing part of it. And so many of these folks, I tell them, it's like, you know, hey, you know, you're not thinking about the business aspect of it. They go, no, I could brew, you know, beer in the evenings and on the weekends. I do that now. What's the difference? Well, the difference is that's, you know, a fifth of what you're going to need to do. You've got all the business aspect of it. It's going to take a huge amount of time and you won't have time to brew. And, uh, you know, people like, no, 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 I I can do it. You know, really brewing doesn't take that much time. Yeah, I know. I know you're missing my point. It's not the brewing. It's all the other stuff. All right. And another one of my favorites, um, we're expecting our first child, so this seems like a good time. 
<laughs> Seriously, I've had people tell me that. Really? Uh, I want to, you know, I want to, you know, change my life and do, you know, I'm like, uh, yeah. You're having yeah. a kid. You're already going to change your life. You're, you've already. Yeah. That's going to radically that. change your life. Yeah. yeah. And again, you know, it's it's the time commitment. It's the spouse commitment. It's, uh, you know, all those things. You got to have your family behind you. And if you're off doing this thing, you know, when, you know, you're having a child, could be could be terrible. So I would uh, I would uh, hold off on that. I'd give yourself some time to settle into the family thing. Again, I don't want to you know stop people from you know chasing their dream, but you, you got to think rationally on this. It's uh, you know uh, a tremendous amount of, of work and effort. Um, here's some rational thoughts for you. Home brewing does not prepare me for the business of brewing. Right? You're there's making beer. They're selling beer. You're going into the business of selling beer, right. not the business of making beer. There is no business of making beer. There's a business of selling beer, which happens to have a component of making beer, right? Nobody pays you to make beer. They, they pay you for the finished product, for selling the beer. Success requires a huge commitment of time, right? Another rational thought. There's a theme here I'm getting, which I, is time. time. Yes, yes. I will need access to plenty of money, right? It's like, oh, no, I can yeah. do it off the spare change on my dresser. No, I don't think so. What do they say? Uh, figure out what you want or figure out how much money you think you need, then double it, and you're almost there. Right, yeah. Isn't that what it is? And then you're only probably about halfway off. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I started out with um, a thought of, you know, if I had 250000 that should do it, right? Because I'm doing, um, yeah, you know, I'm sharing a building. I only need to buy, you know, I didn't, didn't need to buy the brew plant, you know. But floating that initial period, you know, of the, the, the long delay between starting up and getting revenue in, uh, you know, I had to come up with another 150. So I did it for, you know, 400,000. But, you know, still... Uh, that's a chunk of change. Yeah. If you uh, if you don't have that kind of situation, you're going to end up running through a lot of money. I've heard of breweries open up small breweries for a you know, quarter of a million. Right. I don't see how that's possible. <laughs> I mean, you could do the brewery, but I don't see you paying any salaries or doing your operating costs. Well, right. That and that's that's I guess something that that people don't think of when they say I'm going to open a brewery. Right. Yeah, you get the equipment, and you have a lease, and you acquire all that stuff, and you get your license, and you have all that, and so now you're looking at all your stainless, but you don't have ingredients, right. you don't have enough money to pay the rent while right. until the beer ferments out, and then you you know you th- sell it, sell it and and then, thirty days later or sixty or ninety, yeah, depending dead, on who you're dealing, you get your yeah. stuff in, and mm-hmm. yeah, so uh, right. uh, that's a good point. So I need access to plenty of money. Here's another one. There are many things I don't know and will need to learn. <laughs> like how to brew. Yeah, right. On a big scale. No, yeah. Or, you know, um, you know, licensing, uh, distribution laws. If, if you're in a self-distributed state, you need to know the distribution laws yourself. Um, you know, how hop contracts work, how, you know, malt is sold to you, how um, licensing works, how, you know... Uh, all your, you know, your insurance and business, business licensing and business permitting, and you know all that stuff. You can't just go do it, 
There's not one form I mean, if, to fill out? If, you've, if you know all that stuff, great. But I don't care how much you know. If you haven't done the brewing business before, I think there are many things you don't know. I, there was a huge amount of stuff I, I had no idea. I mean, the brewing part was easy. The rest of it was all, you know, a lot of it was, was completely new. Uh, and finally, hard work, determination, attention to detail, business sense, and a love of craft beer. That's what's going to get you through. You know, those are those are rational thoughts. And again, you know, uh, the other ones just crazy thoughts. And I hear I hear tons and tons of them. Mm-hmm. All right, let's take a short break. When we come back, um, I'd like to uh, uh, you know answer any questions from the chat. And uh, well, I also want to mention, uh, you know, we had a great time at the uh, NHC. Palmer and I were there. JP, you were there. Justin yep. was there. We had a great old time. And, you know, that's just one of the small benefits of being a member of the AHA. I've always said that, you know, you join the AHA. If you, if you love homebrewing, uh, you know, who's looking out for homebrewers? You know, the, the big beer companies and, uh, you know, distributors and, uh, you know, um, the, the anti-alcohol people that don't want you, you know, homebrewing on your own. They all have representation. They all have a big pile of money that they they can put towards that. What you need to do is belong to a, a group that's you know keeping an eye on what's happening in in Washington, keep an eye on what's happening in the world, and you know put some sort of uh, you know uh, plan together to kind of protect us and help us you know continue to homebrew. If you love if you love homebrewing, you know the, the the great thing to do is to sign up for the AHA. You know become part of that membership that is uh, you know looking out for homebrewers. And ensure that you can you can continue to homebrew into the future. You know they've helped uh, you know get uh, you know legalizations in the remaining states that didn't have uh, you know homebrewing laws, and uh, you know very supportive of that. And uh, you know just a fantastic organization that's doing a lot to promote homebrewing, make homebrewing better, make it fun, and uh, protect it for the future. So if you sign up for uh, the HA, you can go to the Brewing Network site. Uh, there's an AHA link there. You, you click on that. Uh, when you sign up, the, the Brewing Network gets a, a portion of the proceeds that helps uh, the Brewing Network. You get a great magazine in Zymergy. You get pub discounts. You get that representation in Washington. You get a lot of great stuff that, uh, if you're passionate about home brewing, uh, I think is is just a you know a no brainer. You should you should do it. I have a lifetime membership. You get all that for thirty eight bucks. Yeah, for thirty eight bucks, you get that. It's you know chump change. You know, think about uh, you know. Uh, you know the value to you. It's you know like brewing one batch of beer, and uh, you know it pays dividends for a long time for everybody. It's it's part of what's helped the hobby really really grow. All right. Well, and craft brewing in the United States too. I mean, a great you know a real portion of craft brewing's growth in the United States is due to home brewers and the American Home Brewing Association. Yep. Absolutely. The awareness of the of these styles. Um, the knowledge that home brewers share with craft brewers and vice versa. I mean, it's all part of the machine. Absolutely. All right, let's take a short break, and when we come back, we'll wrap up after this. 
When Blickman Engineering set out to design a great brewing stand, they knew it had to be strong, adaptable, and last for a lifetime. The top-tier brewing stand is now proudly available at BlickmanEngineering.com. It grows with your brewing skills and equipment. Start with 5-gallon coolers on its heavy-gauge stainless steel shelves. Then move all the way up to 30-gallon pots on the high-output burner tiers. Speaking of burners, the custom Blickman Engineering top-tier burners are extremely powerful, efficient, and amazingly quiet. They have safety stops to center your pot, and they'll last a lifetime and won't rust. The top-tier brewing stand allows virtually infinite combinations from traditional gravity systems to two tiers to completely horizontal. Configure your stand the way you want and have the freedom to change it at any time in the future. Your brewing stand should adapt with you, not force you to learn a new process. Visit BlickmanEngineering.com today to configure your top-tier brewing stand and to find a local Blickman retailer. You'll be surprised with all the flexible features and the competitive price. Start brewing with Blickman from the top tier. In a world where everything has been lost. What happened to the city? It's in ruins. Only one man has the ancient knowledge to restore civilization. Uh, I need a drink. No, the liquor store's been ransacked. You looking for beer, stranger? (laughs) Boy, all the liquor got drunk up in the first 25 minutes of the apocalypse. Wait, there's still some bottles over... Oh, no. Those are non-alcoholic beer. (laughs) I reckon you better stick to arrowroot tea and a desperate nomadic existence like the rest of us. People, I'm a home brewer. I know how to make alcohol. Come with me if you want the beer. Okay, I'm going to need some big plastic buckets. He is the chosen one. The prophecies say that he's going to get us wasted. Someone start heating water. And then From the creators of Northern Brewer, the people who brought you $7.99 Brew Saver Shipping, massive selection, and superior customer service comes... vial of White Labs yeast is the key to your best beer. When you open a vial of White Labs yeast, you're giving your beer its best chance for a perfect fermentation. In addition to their already incredible variety of yeasts, White Labs is proud to announce WLP 90, San Diego's Super Yeast, now available year-round. WLP 90 is super clean, super fast fermenting, with low esters and has a neutral flavor and aroma profile. It's alcohol tolerant and highly flocculent. For more of the latest White Labs news, click over to whitelabs.com, where you can read reviews of yeast, learn in the lab section, and join the customer club. And if you should find yourself in San Diego, White Labs has a brand new training facility for craft brewers and home brewers alike. Whitelabs.com. Discover yeast, nutrients, enzymes, and more for commercial breweries, home brewers, and homebrew stores. White Labs. It's all in the vial. 
BN Army, HopTech has a great discount waiting for you. Do you often find it difficult to find specific specialty ingredients for your homebrew recipes? Well, listen to this. HopTech stocks 59 different grains to choose from, 39 varieties of pellet hops, and 8 kinds of whole leaf hops. And HopTech not only carries Y yeast and White Labs yeast for you, but also Fermentus, 04, 5, 6, 23, 33, and T58 Belgian yeast, plus Cooper's Nottingham and Windsor yeasts. Got your recipe ready to go? Pick up some great brew gear like new long and short sleeve shirts, games, and more. HopTech's new website is being updated every day with new items. If you don't see it, call the shop. They're open six days a week. BN Army and AHA members get a 10% discount, and active military personnel get 15% off. Visit HopTech.com today for great selection, great service, and a great discount. HopTech.com. to the beer guys that make other beer guys look like wine guys. Brew strong. All right, we're back. Having a good time in the new studios in uh, lovely downtown Martinez. How is it? How do you think the new studio is? I like it. I like it a lot. It's uh, a lot better view than the old one. Yeah, and uh, better air conditioning. (laughs) Uh, it seems a little, or it's roomier. Yeah. That's roomier. Um, that's sure. It smells a lot less like ass. Well, give it some time. Right. I'm sure that's, that's you just know. a matter of time. Yeah. I mean, it's, only, the, the, it's drywall. It'll absorb. Yeah. The Studio D, I think, you know, that initially smelled nice and clean and then that <laughs> pretty. Well, as clean know. as a room occupied by a Schumann could smell. <laughs> right. Well, or not a Schumann, a Sammy even. Right. Oh. I think, I think it got, oh. you know. Uh, defermented and then uh, you know, <laughs> I, I cleaned up. Oh. Speaking of cleaning things up, uh, we got some new Adam and Eve copy here. Clean up, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's our our fine uh, sponsor, Adam and Eve. AdamandEve dot com. Uh, they've been they've been with us for quite a while now. Yeah, uh, very supportive of the show. So I, I guess you guys are buying a lot of uh, lube and dildos and other things. So mm-hmm. you know, keep at it. Putting more fun back into your brew day, right? <laughs> putting more more fun back into your your sex life or, or something like innovating your sex life <laughs> that's what it was yeah. right because you know if you're doing the same old thing day in day out oh you're yes, on top again great pounding away pounding them out you know uh you might want to innovate your sex life you know try something yeah. new bring in some new devices yeah try uh, a butterfly Try a swing set. Who cares? <laughs> swing set. It's all yeah. good. And I'll tell you what, for a limited time only, you can go to adamandeve.com and you're going to get three free adult DVDs with your order. You're going to get uh, almost any one item at 50% off. So you buy the one item 50% off. They right. throw in the three free adult DVDs. You get an, uh, you can you can pick from uh, you know a new adult toy, a lube, almost anything from over eighteen thousand adult products, eighteen thousand to innovate your sex life. Which is crazy if you think about it. Like more beer has, I think, eight thousand products, right. or maybe let's say seven. I think maybe six or eight. But uh-huh. and and they have so, you know, almost three times as much. Right. Or I shouldn't even even Northern Brewer. Have about, they have about 8,000 or so, 8, uh, maybe even nine. Let's just say 10. Let's right. just be really this is nice. At least twi- yeah, this is like twice as many yeah. products. You know? <laughs> That's insane to me. It's completely nuts. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, when and you're, when you're, when you're getting your DVD, so you go, you buy uh, any one item for 50% off, and then you're going to use the offer code Jamel, J-A-M-I-L, 
and the, the three free DVDs, the free shipping, a free mystery gift to go with it. When oh. you go to to get the DVDs, they're not going to send you just any old DVDs. You get to pick uh, from from a variety of categories. You can choose from uh, genres such as anal, amateur, Asian, big breast, big butts, bisexual, chunky, coeds, fetish, gay, interactive point of view, lesbian, milfs, etc. I, I heard there's a there's like a brewcaster on brewcaster category. Soon we're there's we're a, filling that category. There's out, brewcaster you know. on animal, animal on brewcaster. <laughs> I think or bilfs. With it, with this, what the fuck is with a this, bilf? With this, with this, is it a brewer? Like, oh god! <laughs> with, wow. with his with as many people with the initials JP that we have around here, <laughs> I think we could have JP on JP. Oh huh? yeah, huh? there you go. And hey. that could be it. Could be just one dude by himself. I don't know. Hi, I'm but, here to adjust your water. <laughs> oh, come in, please. <laughs> I need to use my pH meter, my so all-flesh pH meter. You can, you can choose from all these categories. Will the probe fit in my tank? Yes. And you can even shop on your mobile phone at adamandeve.com. All right. Palmer. All right. Hey, Al, I was not I'm the one to send us down this road. Well, maybe I was. <laughs> yeah, I think you were all right, but uh, yeah, check it out. AdamandEve.com. They got lots of great uh, products. You buy one thing, fifty percent off. You're going to get the three DVDs from you know, choose from a whole bunch of different categories. Uh, you're going to get the free shipping, and you get a free extra gift uh, that uh, they'll throw in there. So it's a really good deal, and uh, help support the Brewing Network uh, by supporting our sponsors. That's true. All right, so uh, let's see here. Uh, we got time for for maybe a question. We got any questions from the chat? We do one? actually. We have some pretty good ones. Um, our old friend Ribbity Rob is in the chat room, and he goes, uh, "I'm wondering about starting a brewery in a city with tons of small breweries, probably uh, Pacheco or something. Um, would it be better to brew the standards really well, or try to set yourself apart by doing something unconventional? So, should his first, um, you know, first beer be, let's say, an IPA that every boring brewer right, wants right. to brew, or should he actually do something, you know, drinkable?" Ah, good, good question. Yeah, um, shot that they, yeah. If, thank, if thank you, you if you're in a town where, let's say, you're opening a brewery in the San Francisco Bay Area, tons of great breweries, right? Making great IPAs. Yeah. Uh, you know, you probably want to start with an IPA. You do. So <laughs> you, you would you would do the standards. You would really focus on the what everybody else is doing. I'd 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 start out with what you know you can sell. Especially, you know, depending on how, you know, financially uh, gifted you are. Um, just because in an area like this, you can go down to, there's so many craft beer bars, and you can self-distribute. But if you go into some place and go, oh, I got this hibiscus flower, and they're kind of like, eh, I don't know that I could really sell this. Um, you know, they'll take some of it. Some, some bars, you know, they're very... Um, open to experimentation and they'll they'll take it but you're going to find a very limited market for that yet you can go in and say i got an ipa and they go okay yeah we could use the ipa all right you know we, we can always sell ipa and they'll just yeah. take it or maybe would you go with like an xpa right i mean it's good to do something to differentiate yourself but don't fool yourself they're one of the reasons that those categories are everybody's making them is because everybody's drinking them and it's really easy to sell if you do something you know extra weird you're going to have a harder time convincing people. Uh, the the real geeky craft beer bar is fine, but there's not that many of them. You need to be able to sell to restaurants and things like that that 
They need an IPA. Um, they have to have an IPA on. Every place has to have an IPA for sale. So that's why, uh, you know, you know, don't limit yourself to that, but don't be surprised if that's what really sells. Okay. And uh, one real quick question from Nico Brew. He says, how do you decide what to pay yourself? When you uh, turn a profit, or when you say turn a profit, does that generally mean covering all of your expenses plus a pitifully small salary for yourself? Is it common to factor in your salary plus take a percentage of profits after all is said and done? Uh, it depends on how your your company is formed. So if you're like a you know uh, a sole proprietor, you can do whatever you damn well pleased. Uh, damn well pleased. If if you're because um, you get taxed on all of it. Right. If you're a corporation, then with shareholders and things like that, you can only pay yourself a reasonable salary. And if you want to take profits out, it goes as dividends um, to all the shareholders. So, uh, you know, that's that's really what determines uh, what you can do. And, you know, as the head of a corporation, if it's wildly successful, you can pay yourself, you know, millions of dollars. If it's, you know just breaking even then you know your salary is you know whatever it needs to be for you to get by mm-hmm. yeah in setting up you know my own corporation um i found out you know that there's no real definition of reasonable it's whatever you can you know get away with in court right. so my cpa said you know just uh, go with something small and then take the rest as dividend mm-hmm. um so, yeah, that way, you, that way you save in self-employment tax. Right. Uh, right. You know, for Heretic, we're a C corporation, and, uh, you know, uh, there's a certain amount of rules that go with that. Right. So, Any other questions? That's it. All right. So, good show. Uh, if you're listening live, stay tuned. We're going to do another one uh, right after this. We're going to do um, uh, more of the progasm. Uh, we're going to talk about getting started. We're going to talk about uh, what kind of commitment you need to make to this thing. And uh, a lot of other fun and lively uh, topics. Uh, if you can, uh, please go check out our sponsor, uh, BlickmanEngineering.com. Check them out. Uh, great people, uh, great products, innovating your homebrew. Email them and tell them how much you uh, love that they sponsor the show. They're paying for it so you don't have to. And another way you can help uh, out with the uh, shows, go to TheBrewingNetwork.com slash store. Check it out. Great stuff in there. Something I'm sure you'd want to buy. Uh, shirts, hats, glassware, books, all sorts of interesting stuff. Uh, and all of it, when you buy uh, any of the profits, that's going to the, directly to the Brewing Network. And uh, really helps out. So, uh, you know, uh, support some some cool BN gear. Uh, it's lots of fun to, to go to geeky beer places and see people. You know, I see a hop grenade. Man, I walk right up to that person. I'm just like, oh, hey, hey, you know buddy friend you know and instantly you got a friend in the place i avoid him oh yeah oh i love it i love i love going into like a beer bar and i'm like ah there's somebody i already know i may never have met him but you know totally cool i love that stuff and uh so it's lots of fun go out check that and uh you know sport it around town all right and uh let's see uh shows coming up lots of goodies what else what did i miss go to adam and eve yeah, good. Sign up for the AHA. Sign up for uh, Brewer Magazine. That's another good one. You sign up for that one, half the subscription cost goes directly to the Brewing Network. Great value for everybody. So until then, Brew Strong. Brew Strong, everybody. Brew Strong.